Hello, hello. We are joined. I'm going to let everyone introduce themselves properly. Um, but we are joined today by some of the pioneers from the first group of the 15 hour workweek mastermind. So the people that dare to go first and dare to lead. And really, I mean, I think anyone who commits to creating a 15 hour workweek in this life is um, a pioneer, but these are the pioneers of the pioneers. And I'm so honored to be here. I'm going to let actually each of them introduce themselves, tell you a little bit about what they do. While they are doing this, you can start asking questions. You can do that in the Q&A. I can see we've already got some questions in. Um, you can do that on the Facebook group. You can even raise your hand if you want to get called on and get coached by some of these amazing experts. So starting with Melanie, why don't you pop on and mute yourself and introduce yourself briefly. Hi, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you beautifully. Perfect. So I am a business coach for feminist entrepreneurs, and I work primarily on sales, marketing, lead generation, deliverability, and then scaling to multiple six and seven figures. And I really joined, I'm just going to, you didn't ask me for this, but I'm going to tell you. Um, I really joined because I realized that I had so much stress in my day-to-day -day life and just walking into my office felt stressful. And I was like, it does not have to be this way. Surely there is a better way. And surely I can get done the things that I want to do in my business in a more efficient way. And having the constraint of like, okay, let's figure out you know, what needs to go in these 15 hours really gave me so much freedom in such a new way. And I also had a puppy come into my life. And so I was kind of forced into this situation. And so I was like, oh, interesting. What a perfect mix. What a perfect combination. And so I'm so honored that I get to be here and so lucky to be a pioneer. So that's me. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much. I love it. Okay. Um, Jackie, go ahead. Hello. Hi. Um, I am Jackie Murphy and I help yoga teachers and yoga studio owners build their businesses. I spent a decade doing that myself and then transitioned to coaching them. Um, and I joined the 15 hour work week essentially because it was like a non-negotiable priority in my life. At the time, I have an 18 month old baby boy and I'm pregnant with my second and what I learned very quickly is that that is not something you can control or plan or structure. And so I saw the importance of being able to make the money that I want to make in a flexible amount of time every single week that it wasn't taking over my life. So I've loved it. It's been amazing. Okay. So fun. Amazing. Danny, why don't you go ahead? Hey everybody, I'm Danny Pullman. I'm a coach for smart, family-friendly men who want to learn how to quit porn and do it in a sustainable way with more ease where it can actually be fun even, shame-free, sex-positive. And what I love about this niche is I don't have a big agenda against porn necessarily as much as it's such a great opportunity for guys to learn how to make life so good that something like porn just becomes less relevant. And so it's a great opportunity for lots of that inner work and such a power move to be able to create that for yourself. And so with Vicky, I feel like that's been one of the next ways for me to up level that part of my own life and experience is doing that with time, right? Vicky's all about, she's so good at coming back to you. Okay. If it's not time that, creates those results for you, right? I just like being around her brain because it's given me an opportunity to totally change my relationship with time and the way that I work. And then it's just being in that mindset, like Melanie said, like when you start thinking, okay, if I was going to just work 15 hours a week, then yeah, what fits in there? And wait, it's possible to achieve my goals and do that. And so far this year, I'm seeing that it is. And I feel like I'm also just scratching the surface with it. So that's me. Good to be here. Yes. 
So good. Thank you. Doreen. Hi. Um, I'm Doreen Corba. I, I do two things really. I help humans heal. And um, I really do that with my millionaire mom is in the making. I'm a mommy of three little kids, um, 10, five, and three running a business managing a life. And I love nothing more than for women to know they can do both things. But the key that I have found is really in the somatic journey and the nervous system and really connecting the mind and the body. And so that's what I do. It came to the 15 hour work week per, for personal reasons, <laughs> um, but I've learned so much for all of my clients, but really it, it, I lost our, we lost our childcare and I really only had 12 hours a week and I needed to make it work. And so I was in a situation where, um, I, I had a choice, right? Like I could go along and try to, when I was with my kids fit in all the pockets of work around when they're napping and all those things. And I just didn't want to do that. Um, and it was like divine intervention when Vicki started talking about this 15 hour work week. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm in that I'm trying to do it on my own. And, um, it's not working very well. There has to be a better way. Um, so I join and it's been incredible because I've really just turned everything that I thought about time. Um, it's just been a complete a complete change and it's allowed me to do things that have been on the back burner for a really long time, like build my nonprofit and do some other things in my life that um, I didn't have the T word time to do. So I'm so happy to be here and answer any questions. Um, it's been It's been really an amazing experience. Amazing. In fact, I'm going to jump right back with you with a question for you, because yeah. I think it's interesting for people to hear about you as you came already working less hours. Mm -hmm. So what was different for you if you were already working 15 hour weeks? What was different for you doing it through what you learned through the mastermind? Yeah, it's really what Melanie said. It's like that internal stress. And I had done so much work like on my body, right? Like all the nervous system work. Um, but I hadn't sat with time specifically. So like I was telling, I was, I call it the T word. Cause I'd be like, Oh, well, I don't have like time. And, and so what it allowed me to do is really, um, take that. If I, if it wasn't time, what is it? Danny mentioned that like, if it wasn't time, what is it? And also, do you really have to do that? Like I've changed my whole business inside this mastermind. I mean, it's like, and it's really allowed me to step into, okay, I got 15 hours doing what I love, like what I live for. What is the best use of these 15 hours based on my God-given gifts, my family, my journey, right? Um, all the things. And so um, I hope that answers your question, but that's where I am. Yeah, so good. I do think it's so powerful that you did end up changing your business and realigning with like actually I think you said this two weeks ago you were like I'm actually doing what I always wanted to do now yeah I was like let's stop um I was gonna use a bad word um let's stop messing around use bad <laughs> and, words here okay yeah. I was like just in case our kids um my kids you'll you might see them I'm trying to keep them in the other room at 7 a.m um but yeah let's stop messing around and if this is where I want to go let's go and also I can that's a scary thing. If you, um, if I didn't think the way I think now about time, I could have said, oh, it will take me time to rebuild. It will take me time for my audience to follow. Right. And I just don't have those thoughts anymore. So mm -hmm. I never really linked the two until you asked, but that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And so good. And does anyone else want to jump in and answer like, what was surprising for you about actually reducing your hours? So maybe you weren't in during the situation that you'd already cut your hours so much and then did it through the mastermind, but what was surprising for you in terms of like, what did it take that you didn't think it would take and what, like what was harder and what was easier about it? About working less. I'll go. Yeah. I think what was 
what was hard was getting my brain and all of the, I sh but I should be doing X, Y, and Z to just calm down. Mm. Like that is my, my brain's favorite mantra in the morning is like, you better hit the ground running, bitch. Mm. And it's like, wait, where, who's, who told me that story? Where did that story come from? Do I want that running my business? And it took a little while, probably a, a solid two weeks when we first got our puppy to accept that, okay, this is a, circumstances have changed and I need to find a way to operate in a limited schedule. And this is exactly why I signed up for this mastermind because I always had this story that I, I didn't have enough time. I only had a certain amount of time and that was really like running the scarcity of time, the, the lack and the stress in my body every day. Mm -hmm. And I think I was surprised at, at how long it would take my brain to just like relax. Even though I'd made the decision, it was like, yeah, but there were a lot of yeah, buts. Um, and then another thing that really surprised me was actually how easy it was once I chose to see it in a different way more often than not. And once I chose, like, what what actually are the most important things that need to happen today? And how do I want to think about the time that I do have on purpose? Do I want to be coming from I only have an hour? Or, wow, this is a luxurious hour. What would I love to get done in this hour? Because I, I think for so many of us, it's the the have-tos running the show. and the And they're subtle and they're sneaky. And once you can let go of the have tos and really step into, okay, what's the most effective or what's the simplest or what do I want to do? Like that's a very different energy running your business, driving your business than the scarcity and the stress and the anxiety. And I'm, I'm constantly finding the hard and the easy with, with both of those things. It's like, oh, some days it's a little harder. Some days it's a little easier. And I think it really does come with practicing the 15 hour mindset over and over and over it makes it easier and easier and easier. And just accepting that that's going to be a process and it takes your brain a minute to catch on. And then once it does, it's like, Oh, Oh, this is just a thought I can grab today. Yes. And what I love there is like, I want everyone to notice that there's no like perfect place that you get to where you maybe don't wake up with a brain that's like, oh shit. <laughs> but it's about if you're not judging it and not making it wrong, then you're much more able to solve for it. So I think that's so beautifully put. And I also love how what you described was like actions and mindset. Like one of the things we speak about in the container about setting the conditions and the mindset and not just like doubling down on mindset and trying to like push through it and be like, I must believe this thing in order to produce this result. It's like, how can you make it easier for yourself as well with the conditions and what you are doing as well as, so I love that you shared that. Amazing. Danny. Yeah. Just your question of what surprised me. Um, for me, I, this first part, I wasn't surprised by because I knew myself well enough coming into this process that I kept using work really quite easily as a buffer um, because it helped me to not have to look at certain things that I still wanted to heal from some trauma from my past. And, um, and so, but I was feeling ready to do that. And I wanted to learn how to slow down. And so this process with you helped me to kind of clear out some of those thoughts along the way that were preventing me from slowing down and that really supported me to actually make the slowing down happen. <laughs> and then, yes, I had some stuff come up along the way. It was already coming up when I was uh, jumping into this with you. But what I wanted to say is the thing that surprised me is uh, I'm just so glad that I slowed down and learned to slow down because just the last, these ladies know who've been on the calls with me, um, the last month has just been one of the best of my whole life. And learning to slow down this last year helped me to kind of like heal and let go from some stuff and experience more lightness and freedom. And I have other support people in my healing, EMDR and an energy worker. And um, so there's other stuff I put into that. But 
learning to slow down so that that stuff can come up, be processed and healed. Um, it's, I just, I'm surprised at how good life has been this last month and it's better than it's ever been. And that's partly because of the support that I got here, learning how to slow down and actually implement slowing down without spending all my, all my time not working, thinking about work, which isn't really slowing down. Right. So that's what I wanted to share. Yeah, I think that's so important what you just said as well, which is like spending our time not working, thinking about work. I think that's such a common one where we can be like, well, I'm not working, but are we actually? Is our, is that where our energy is going to? And another thing, um, obviously I love all of what you said, but a really important thing that I think you touched on was like you could have chosen because of things that you were experiencing to actually remove yourself from this opportunity and justified it but you didn't and because of that it's like actually supported you in it more and I think there's always a reason like in life there's always things that can stop us from doing what we want to do but if you knew that you wanted to slow down anyone watching or listening knows that they want to slow down just be careful if your brain is like on purpose giving you a reason not to do it where actually everything's going to work together for you and for the goal that you want yeah and what I would say is like it's so worth it like I wish if if I could go back to myself five seven years ago you know and just tell him like keep going it is so worth it and I always did hold on to that vision along the way um it's not like I've arrived at some place but I'm going to keep building on it but yeah it's it's so worth it I feel like I'm like reaching that vision that I kept holding on to for all those years and so glad I learned how to slow down as part of that so thank you Vicky thank you thank you all of you Jackie you're up yeah I'm trying to like pick which one to share because I could just take Mike for the next hour <laughs> about what surprised me but I, I came in and I truly thought like Vicky's gonna tell me how to be more structured and plan my time and like, give me a, a, I thought you were going to like teach me how to calendar. Like, I don't know why. And what surprised me the most is that that's not what happened. And instead of becoming more structured in my time, I've gone the exact opposite. And I actually just have a lot more flow and flexibility and freedom in my time. And I, I put like, meetings on my calendar but other than that I just don't put anything on my calendar and it came from this learning of like living and trust that I will know when to work I will know what to do and that will be enough and it's not like I'm like that's how I operate every single day like every day when I leave my office my brain is like you didn't do enough you're behind but now I have the tools to be like more time isn't going to solve that like pull to work more. It's really redirecting my brain to that 15 hour mindset. And I think that's the second thing that really surprised me. It's like really a 15 hour life, not a 15 hour work week. Um, I didn't realize how much of my value was wrapped up in how much time I spent with my son or how often I called my friends, like you've mentioned before, how often I see family and I think I'm still unlearning this, but just learning that I, it's like hard to even put into words that like I'm valuable inherently. And then sometimes I spend my time doing things and like, that's a different mindset than people will like me better if I spend more time or I'll make more money if I spend more time or I'll be more lovable if I spend more time on something. So those are the two big, big things. <laughs> so good and so since we're here for rest week I want to ask you all how do you think your relationship has changed with rest um through this mastermind anyone can just unmute themselves I've got a new one that I've just been learning this last last few weeks is uh just I learned that resting can be synonymous with receiving (laughs) right like when you rest it doesn't mean 
everything stops growing your business doesn't come to a halt when you rest i think i used to think that and i need to keep moving and keep my business going but now i kind of see my business as like a living organism it's like i'm going to provide the conditions i'm going to help it grow but then it's also just going to grow <laughs> and i can rest and then come back and harvest i don't have to be out there trying to build all the little leaves and stems of the plants like that happens and resting is actually a really powerful way to receive and invite more of that into my life if that makes sense yeah i love it and i think that's such a good visual because if you are like growing crops or whatever like you literally can't do more at a certain point to make it grow more it literally just needs like sunlight yeah. like you need to leave it alone so that yeah. it can take in what it needs to take in and i think that's basically what you're saying around like resting and receiving it's like at some point we need to stop and just like allow ourselves to receive and if we don't receive that sunlight if we don't allow ourselves to receive we're actually going to be blocking no matter there's like no more things that you can do to help that crop grow or to help that business yeah and I like learning about manifesting and the laws of manifesting and I feel like my hustling is a way that I would get in the way of my manifesting and inviting more abundance into my life and so it's been an important piece to take that out more still yeah. practicing but getting better at it. always learning we're always we're all here always as learners i do want to remind people actually i can see more people joining if you do want to come on the video if you are have something you want to ask on the video or you want to get coaching on the video i am inviting you to do that as well or you can just pop your questions in the q a um okay who else has an answer Okay. Yeah. So part of my own journey was, um, my own nervous system and repatterning myself was rest. Yes. Um, but I, that was such a individual thing that it was really powerful to be surrounded by other people who are also resting because I am a hustler by nature. Like I can hustle with the best of them. I've achieved a lot of things by hustle. So it is a lot of work to slow down at first, but then to be surrounded by other people who are, it's like a safe place to land. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I am not the only one. They are also surviving and making money and doing what they love and managing their families. Um, and I really love to nap. And I don't know that my family loves that so much. <laughs> like, I'm not sure that everyone thinks that's the best idea for mommy to take a nap. So having it be like, not a rule, right? But like part of this deep self-care of like, okay, there's time for everything. But more importantly, there's time for, there is time for rest. And I, I have always gotten my best ideas when I am resting. Maybe that means a hike, right? Like maybe that is just laying around, but just letting my brain unwind. So I know that, like I, I get that but to implement it um, is a whole different beast. So it was really fun to be able to do that in community. And with these, and I've said this before, like the level of um, the quality of people in this room is just really unlike anything else I've experienced. And so that was really fun too. These are entrepreneurs making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Let's go, but wait, let's rest, right? It's like, <laughs> what are we doing? Are we going or are we resting, right? So yeah, it was just, um, I just wanted to, to add that, that we get it. Like we know we need to rest, but also implementing it is a whole different thing. Yes. Yeah. Totally. And even, and I love what you said as well about, I was going to speak about the room because I do think there's some very special things about the room and the group, um, and how we, how it like, I feels like it truly is a mastermind of the minds instead of like someone teaching. And I think that also is such a important part of like why everyone is succeeding and and so on it's like you all what you all bring as well so I love that you brought that up too yeah amazing I just want to add with the group sorry Melanie nope, like go for it. it really is a group of pioneers or leaders and having these conversations in containers is so helpful because when you go out of the 15-hour work week container, you really do have to be a leader to protect your time because it's so normal in this world to just assume that you'll do more work harder hustle. And it's, it's almost like you're speaking a different language and you're like, 
oh, I have to translate this when I'm not in this room with the people who already get it. And you were, you shared about a conversation with your mom about like her coming and visiting and seeing you work. I had the same thing with my parents when I came back um, from France. Like, wait, aren't you work- like, I thought you were working today. I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to. Like, it just looks differently now. So I love that you said that. And I think it is, um, that's the value of having this community. Like both of you have said is you are you might be looked at strangely outside of this people might think that actually what you're doing is wrong or undeserving or lazy or they might even just think it's not possible and being willing to stand and speak about it even Jackie I remember as coaching on you want like speaking about it instead of being like oh this is my dirty secret that like I actually (laughs) don't work all the hours but I am successful I think it's like being willing to speak up in a society that does still value hustle and then um, celebrate long hours is yeah key. yeah I had it was networking yesterday with someone who's like I I know you're so busy like thank you so much for taking the time and I made it a point to be like no I'm not like I'm not gonna let you assume that about me because I'm an entrepreneur and it's a little bit of like saying like this is who I am in the world and it's not so easy to do <laughs> But having the support of like everyone doing it is making it easier to to stand out safely. Yes. And this is like, I was actually speaking with someone um, yesterday, someone I was thinking of hiring for something. Um, and she said like, why do, you, why do you say pioneer? Like, why do you speak about it as pioneering? I'm like, oh, because I'm crazy enough to think that we are going to change how people work. I'm not just in it to change a hundred entrepreneurs lives. I'm in it because I see it like veganism, right? Like McDonald's will now sell vegan sandwiches or whatever, whatever burgers, whatever you would call it, but they would have never started it. But what happened was this grassroots movement made such an impact. They couldn't ignore it anymore. They couldn't say like, we're not going to do this because it was going to cost them money. And that's what I believe about the 15 hour work week is we are going to do it not just work less but work less and succeed more and have more impact and hire more people and hire them to work 15 hours and we're going to grow and grow so much so that larger companies are going to say holy shit we need to have our teams and our people working less so that we can grow too like that is what it means to be in this room like anyone thinking of getting in this room don't join just thinking I'm not looking for people that like I just want to work less whatever I'm looking for people that are like I want to be part of this pioneering movement. I believe that this is what the future is going to benefit from. People are going to benefit from. Families are going to benefit from. Industry is going to benefit from, right? Like, I really want you to think about that. Um, so, yeah, Melanie, <laughs> after my after my rant. I, I No, I love that you said that because that's where I stand too, is like, we are pioneers in this room, in the rooms that I lead, in out in the world, like totally. And I think, you know, I piggybacking off what Jackie said earlier, I think I came into it thinking, oh, well, Vicky's just going to tell me what to do and when to do it. And, and I think it's like by like the fourth or fifth call, I was like, are you going to give me a calendar? And she was like, no. And I'm like, oh, oh, because I'm the CEO and I'm the leader and I'm the boss and I get to decide what my time is like. And I think just coming from that place of realizing like everybody's schedule looks different and you really can fit in everything that your business needs and or delete it and or delegate it in that 15 hours as the CEO. And I think initially I was like, oh no, I'm just, I'm just going to have to work more efficiently. And I was also dealing with like an ADHD diagnosis and medications and figuring out how to make all of those things work together. Um, But what I really found was like, instead of like trying to force myself to go from 40 to 15 hours, it was like, let me think about how do I want to structure my time? When does my brain work best? When does my brain need a rest? And how can I fit the things in around that? And just being willing to try something different every week 
even if it was just a little bit different, was really, really helpful for me. And planning those rest periods on purpose because I, I need like until 10 a.m. to get my brain on, do my meditation, do a little walker exercise to get every all the parts of my body turned on. And then like 10 to 2 is kind of my sweet zone. And then I need a nap between like 2 and 4 o'clock. Or, you know, if I have other things going on, it might not be a nap. It might be, you know, a coffee or a cycle. Like I need to, my brain needs a reboot so that then if I need, if I have things that are within that 15 hour work week, I can do them after that. But I think like valuing rest in this time period has completely changed the trajectory of my business and the look and feel of my business. And so yeah, like I've totally changed my offers. I've totally changed the way that I want my business to run. I've totally changed how I'm going to make a million dollars this year. I'm like, let's figure it out. And how can I do it in the most fun and simplest way has really helped me to streamline into this 15 hour mindset and into the way that I want to run my business for the longevity of it. Yes. And I hope everyone noticed that how I'm going to make my million dollars working 15 hours a week with more simple, more simplicity and more fun. Like that's what we're talking about. I think so often we think like, oh, I can work less. I could see how I could create a 15 hour work week, but on the back of it, this is what I'm going to sacrifice. And what you just shared is like the beautiful example that we talk about in the room all the time of like, actually it's because you are going to work less that you are going to achieve more and create space for more impact. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you, so you and Doreen have both shared about creating new offers or changing what you are doing. Um, tell us a little bit about the process of like changing those decisions. Yeah, I think for me, it came from how do I want to prioritize my time and how do I want to be a leader in this way? Mm-hmm. And then if that's who I am, how do I want my business to look? And some of that meant like adding things to like my mastermind offer. So like I haven't done one-on-one coaching in probably two years, but I loved it. And I was like, I really do want to add that in as part of a bonus monthly thing with me, but I didn't make my whole calendar available for it. I was like, no, 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 Wednesdays. Those are the days, that's one day. (laughs) And then the rest of the week, like Monday is like a CEO and a teaching day. Tuesdays are like um, thinking, getting creative, which requires a lot of rest and a lot of not learning and not trying to make my brain do something. And that's when all of my best ideas come up. So in that time, I've come up with the DIY program that I'm going to launch several different um, freebies as like part of like the suite of things, like a membership program, all kinds of cool shit. Um, Another group offering for multiple six figures. So like when I say really like completely restructure my business, like I totally mean it. I went from one thing to like five things, but they don't feel like five things I have to do and they're not going to take any more of my time right just everyone just like soak that up for a minute what she's just shared because I think people think like oh they're going to come in this room and I'm going to tell them to get rid of all their offers and do less but it's like you are going to add more but you're going to add more from a place of ease and joy and true like alignment and connection to what you want to do which allows you to move faster and get more done without like a heaviness or without burning yourself out with like just so I'm really glad that that point came up that like you can add things but you are going to be adding things that you truly want which I think is Doreen's experience as well with the work that you are doing now with your nonprofit. It's like you are doing more and even what you've done with your work you've literally also created another offer but you're doing more of what you want and what feels in alignment with what you want to do is there anything you want to add to that as well um, yeah, I went from one thing to, um, it's 
not working. I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this and I can do it all because I'm in charge here and no one can tell me I can't. <laughs> so, mm, you know, like hands on the hips. And so that is absolutely because I now have this framework around time. It's like, no, I can do all the things, but and they will not stress me out and they will all be successful and they will all be incredibly loving gifts to the world, period. And they'll make money. Yeah. Um, but first they'll be loving gifts to the world, right? And like, it'll fill me up. Um, so yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry, I have to log off early because speaking of rest, I'm going to take my kids to school. Um, but uh, real time managing all the things. Um, but I loved what Melanie said. I didn't know you, I didn't know that you were doing that Melanie. So I'm like, but wait, let's rest. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. Um, the thing that just stood out as Doreen was speaking and after Melanie as well, like the word that came up for me was almost like emancipation. I feel like this is one of the big things that I talk about is like leaders, pioneers out there producing work in the world, wanting to change the world. We accidentally end up following other people and time is one of the ways that we do it. And I think what I've seen consistently across all of you is like just the small ways that you are no longer following a rule book um, that I don't think you'd intended before you came in, but it can't help but be true once you step away from this time story because it's so pervasive. It's so everywhere. I remember listening to one of my mentors on a podcast and she was saying like, well, you know, but things just take time and things, and this is like probably the number one person that I will always look up to for, like my learnings and everything and I just remember this conversation and she was interviewing someone else um and they're both super successful and they both kept saying but you know granted things just take time and every time I was like it's just not true it's just not true um and I think when you when you step away from that story you have to realign with yourself and that's why you end up making decisions that are like so in alignment with who you are. So I will also share, I'm totally restructuring my business too. <laughs> so fun. I didn't know this was happening inside the group. And I literally did this yesterday. I wrote down all the rules I thought I had to go by and like looked at them. And a lot of them were like, I haven't been doing this long enough. It'll take time to switch. It is not the right time. Like truly all about I'm like, well, when would be the right time? What am I waiting for to give myself permission to run my business the way that I want to? Um, and I think there's a little bit too of, I've already mentioned this, but like making that decision very quickly. And you've been in my head this week that like, when you know something's going to change or when you know it's time, I'm not spending, I spent yesterday in doubt and I'm over it. And the decisions are made and like, we're moving forward. And I think that's also a skill of the ability to live in that 15 hour mindset of like, no, I decide I move forward. I decide I move forward because I create my results. The decisions are like experiments really. So they're not, I don't need to spend too much time deciding which experiment to run. I just need to run one. So good. I love that so much. I don't need to give time to deciding I just need to start so good yes I love it thank you and it's fun seeing that everyone's shuffling things around Danny yeah that's awesome love it Jackie um I'm restructuring what I do in my business too by the way <laughs> and could I address one of the questions that came up in the yeah, Q &A? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah from Naomi yes I, I live in France so I want to say Stonier but maybe it's stonier. Um, how do I create a 15 hour work week when I have 15 clients and no staff? And so uh, what the way I would respond to that first of all is um, just check the energy with what you're asking this question, right? Is this question like, how do I do that? Like, I can't do that. Is it that kind of, how do I do this? Or are you really asking like, oh, if this is possible and how do I do it? So check where you're at with that um, because you're, when you get into the second version of that, your brain will actually start finding solutions for how you can create that. And I just wanted to share that last year, 2021, right? Um, am I getting my years right? Yes. I had 23 one-on-one -on -one clients 
that I see in each week. Um, and I was taking a week off each month, which helped, but it was burning me out. And, um, and I kind of just had to decide and getting into this group with Vicky really helped me get the thought work piece of it going. Um, cause I already had the transition going, but, um, basically I decided I'm going to reduce my number of clients. I'm going to raise my prices and I'm going to kind of have a minimum, uh, amount of acceptable flow coming in with my one-on-one -on -one clients. And then I, from slowing down, I'm going to trust that I'm freeing up. I remember Jackie got coached in one call and it was like really insightful how she summed up. She's like slowing down in these ways creates more bandwidth to go and experiment and to have things go wrong and to go try a group thing or whatever new thing you want to do with your business and the type of business you have. Um, and that's something I've really enjoyed from this process is like when I do commit to like, okay, if I can just work less, <laughs> less amount of time, then I can have a week where maybe I work a bit extra to like try that new thing. And then if it goes wrong, I have some extra bandwidth to clean it up and try the next, you know, like it just creates more bandwidth. So that's how I would first respond to that question. And now I have 10 one-on-one -on -one clients right now and I'm just finishing up with a group that filled up with 10 guys uh, that we ran for five months. And I have two new group, new groups that are partway filled up that I'm starting next month. So I just want to share that it's possible. And it starts with, it starts with that really. Like, are you going to believe that it's possible to have the 15 hour work week? Yes. So good. Actually reminds me of coaching I gave someone else in the mastermind where I actually asked them to come up with like a list of different ways that it would be possible so exactly like Danny's saying it's like it's not just the question it's the intention behind the question um Melanie or Jackie do either of you have anything that you want to add to that, to that answer I think you know just I love that yes we start with why are we asking and is it the right question what is the, what am I really saying with the question? Mm -hmm. um, and then I think like when you come from that perspective of, okay, if I were to cut myself down to 15 hours, how would I want to restructure things so that it works for me? That invites your brain to entertain creative solutions and possibilities. So strategically to like answer that question, like for me, what that looked like was maybe I cut my sessions down to 45 minutes instead of an hour, or maybe it's half an hour, or maybe I only do those sessions on Mondays and then Tuesdays, my brain does something completely different. And, but when you start thinking about it that way and you're looking for how do I solve this? if I were going to entertain the possibility that it could happen for me, then there's so much creativity and options that come up and our brains will want to be like, yeah, but there's a contract. Yeah, but my clients will get mad. And it's like, actually they will see you as a leader in a whole different way and see you modeling being the kind of entrepreneur that aligns with what you value. And if what you value is your humanity and your time, and your brain's resources and creating amazing, more and more amazing things that are going to help them better and better. They actually love it and respect it, but you have to love it and respect it first. Yeah, I, I remember I was, uh, I switched my consults to 30 minutes. I used to do an hour and I, uh, I transitioned some of my one-on-one one -on -one clients into the new group that I did. And they were thrilled about it. Like it was actually perfect fit for them. I didn't have everyone do it, but I found enough guys that wanted to do that. And I wouldn't have even thought of those strategies if I wasn't already questioning like, wait, is it possible to do the 15 hour work week and still achieve my goals? And so because we were working on that mindset in our group, like you said, those strategies, they they just come more readily because you're putting yourself in that headspace. And I think the assumption, like, because I've always looked at <clears throat> entrepreneurs who are like making multiple seven figures and like, oh, well, the only reason they can do that is because they have a huge team. 
And that's just what our thought process is, is like the only reason they have time to do a podcast every day is because they have a massive team handling all the other crap for them. And it's just now that I know multi seven figure entrepreneurs, it's just not true for most of them. Some of them do have a big team, but they still have the things that they are intentionally doing and they intentionally rest. They intentionally take lots of time off and give their brains the creativity to, and the time and the space and the creativity to come up with new things and new ideas. And a rejuvenated and rested brain <clears throat> really is the most productive brain. But our brain, our, our culture does not teach us that. Our culture teaches us go, 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 do, 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 do. That's the way to be productive. And it's actually I, I, I think the of like opposite. a sponge or like a rag that we're yeah. just, let's get we're just wringing drop. it out. <laughs> That's how I used to do it. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, I can see that she answered and she has a thought, I can't do it, right? Like so many people, Vicki, I'm sure you talk to, that's their first reaction. I can't do it. That's not for me. You guys must be spe special because you can do it. And I just want to offer that like the entire time you build your 15 hour work week, your brain is going to tell you you can't do it. So you might as well get really cozy with that thought. <laughs> like let it be there and just decide to do it I mean I say that like that truly it really is that simple to decide to do it while you feel like you can't well and Vicky would say that you can think that you can do it and think that you can't do it at the same time mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't exclude each other right mm -hmm. a million percent wouldn't you say that Vicky doesn't sound like something you'd say, say that. yeah Okay. I don't want to speak for you. Sorry. And <laughs> I love it. That's what we do a lot in this room. A lot of speaking for each other, but that's to even touch on that as a wider thing. I think everyone's just seen that beautifully happen with the three of you of like in this room with these conversations that are not happening elsewhere at this level, it's like building up from each other. Like everyone succeeding is what creates space for the next person and the next person I think it's one of the most valuable things in this room is having everyone's brains on it and seeing you all solve for each other and speak up for each other and see clearly what maybe your brain at first is like that sounds a bit out there like I don't, I don't really fully believe this but seeing it so clearly for each other and having you all speak up in that way and contribute in that way I think is one of the reasons um why you're all so successful. So I think just everyone getting to see you all work together there was just really beautiful. Um, we have a question on the Facebook, but we have Sade saying, hey. And we have Emily saying, I work a full-time 40-hour remote job. How do I deal with the fear of not being available to my employer all 40 hour, during all 40 hours, 8 till 5 p.m.? This availability is a job expectation and kind of a rule. So I'm just going to fill people in because Emily is a time hacker and she's already cut her hours. And while cutting her hours, she's been promoted and received her award and been valued for the work. So it's interesting. That I think when presented with a 15, her brain's like, no, 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 I can't do this. I have to be available all those time, all those hours. Do any of you have any answers or any thoughts on that? <laughs> I think it's a super interesting question. And my first reaction to hearing it was an entrepreneur could choose the same thought about our clients. We have to be available for our clients 40 hours a week or however, 24 seven, like who knows what your brain wants to offer. So I would just challenge the belief that it matters that you're an employee. Not that, not that I'm saying like, it doesn't matter like, who you are, but what if it isn't relevant? that you are an employee? What if you were an entrepreneur, you'd have the same thought come up. And then I think it's really interesting to play with the idea of like, working means being available because that's not how I consider work. And I'm not even sure where I would take that, but this idea that like, like I'm available for my son literally every minute of every day, if he were to need me, but that doesn't mean I'm with him every minute of every day. Does that make sense? So good. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense to my brain, but like, 
that's what I have to offer. <laughs> yeah. Like you can be available and like for the level that you want to be available, you can be contactable without being checking your inbox every 10 minutes just to check that, that nothing's come through. Yeah. Like I'm not working all the time, but I am pretty available all the time. Yes. I would just add in that, uh, you know, you might, this Emily who has this question, you might have a job that you really like, um, but just check in with how attached you are to that job, right? Like, are you attached to that job more than the idea of the 15 hour work week? And cause you can start practicing some of the 15 hour mindset principles. And if it still fits with your current job and what the employer does expect and want, then great, right? But also if it no longer fits when you start going that direction with your mind, are you open to your mind finding an even better fit for what you are wanting for your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's another oh. way. That, oh, go on, Melanie. Yeah, no, go ahead. And then I'll, I'll chime in. I was just gonna say that's another way that there's like actually a hundred options when we think there's just two. Right, like what we spoke about before with the one-to-one clients, where there's like a hundred options where our brain might just present us with two. Go on, Melanie. Yeah. Well, and I want to offer like I want to encourage you to challenge what your definition of available is. Like get really specific with what are the thoughts that come up when I think I have to be available? What does that specifically look like? And is that truly the expectation? Because we often think. And I will say this as someone who also natural born hustler like Doreen, and there was a time when I worked two full-time jobs remotely. And one of them really was, you have to be in front of your computer and you have to answer emails immediately, or at least so I thought. And like, you, you know, your little chat green light has to be on and you have to be available. And I had so much stress around that thought until I realized one day that I had pneumonia, but didn't know I had pneumonia. Mm. And so I was like, gosh, I'm so sick. I just have to lay down for a little while. And I laid down and the world did not end. (laughs) And it was like, oh, chats came through and it was okay. And so our brain loves to make an emergency where there isn't one. And so just check for things like, does available mean I have to respond to emails immediately? Do I have to reply to a DM immediately? And why is that the thought? Why is that what I think available looks like? And is it actually true? Is the world going to crash down if I went for a pee break, if I went for a walk, if I refreshed my drink, right? Like it's ridiculous when you think about it, But that's what our brain cues with available means do not leave your computer. And, you know, as someone who had those two full time jobs at the same time, that was what was running through my mind was like, I have to be available. And the truth was that no one died. And this was in a a work environment. I'm guessing if you're working remotely, no one's going to die if you don't respond immediately. That's my assumption. But it truly was a thing where I could be available in one job during a certain amount of time and be available for another job during another amount of time. And anything that came up with the first one, I would reply the next day, or I would check at the end. Like I set a timer that was like, okay, go check emails and reply to anything, clean up anything. But I got very efficient with working in the time that I was available and getting things done and responding when I chose to later. Yes, so good. And and also like, even when you were speaking to that point of, I wonder where else we are trying to be available all the time in a way where we are constantly checking our phone, constantly trying to get that green light on, not allowing ourselves to pee. Not Like that to me is so powerful. It's not just, and nice to unlearn like it's unnecessary to unlearn like you said I think eventually our body will shut down in one way or another and tell us I'm breaking with or without you like bye yeah so good uh Kimberly just did a question through zoom that kind of brought something up that goes along with what Emily was asking about her being available and it's the trust idea um 
And I think my question for Emily is like, what if you can trust yourself more than you know to know when it is time to turn it on during the week, right? And to know when your employer is going to want you to hit a deadline quicker, right? And then also know when maybe it's okay if I get to this. And I don't know the exact nature of your job, but but trust might be an important element. Like what if you can trust yourself to know when to turn it on, turn on that availability more than others, and then let yourself turn it off in the meantime and trust yourself that you can turn it on. <laughs> Does that make sense? So good. So we've got just a, the last few minutes left. Thanks everyone for your time. Thank you to the panelists for your time. I thought it would just be really fun. I think, um, Danny touched on this earlier and I think it's something valuable for everyone to hear could be like the conversation you would have with yourself who maybe like first saw the 15 hour work week and maybe first thought like that's nice for someone else or like that's a fantasy or that's going to cost me or whatever it was like what would that version of you what would you say to them today what do they need to hear from you today I don't really have an experience of that. I was like, hell yeah, man, let's do it. <laughs> That's true. I remember that. But I think I would go back to the version of me who didn't even think it was possible and like whisper in her ear, like, just by the way, you're going to work 15 hours and like start to plant the seed for that possibility. Mm -hmm. um, and as a priority, I think it, it's not going to happen unless you choose it. It's not going to happen by chance. And so choosing that ahead of time makes it easier. Yeah. I, th I think I'd tell them, I'd tell them uh, you're going to make more money than you did last year. And you're going to work about half as many hours. I just want you to know like that's happening. <laughs> Good. And he would be like, whoa, that sounds cool. And I think I'd also want to tell him what I said earlier, like, you will reach levels of healing and enjoyment and lightness and freedom in your day-to-day -day life that you've never experienced before and that will continue longer than you thought it could and you're going to be able to keep building on it. I want to give Melanie time. Yeah, I was going to say what's really at stake here is your peace and that's priceless because of the conversation that's happening in your ears unless you deal with it, it's not going to magically unfuck itself <laughs> it's not going to change itself right and yeah the same as danny like what's really on the table is like double the income in half the time mm. and your piece some pretty good some pretty good things on the table thank you all so much for saying yes taking a chance on something that sounded crazy and going all the way in and being such amazing pioneers and amazing examples of what's possible. I know people are watching this in awe of you and all you've achieved and just having their mind blown today, their minds blown today, just by you being here, answering questions, sharing the realities. And just I, I, one of the things that came out that I'm really pleased came out was there is no place we get to where we are suddenly perfect 100% of the time and it's just not required. So I love that you are all willing to share some of the realities of being where so many people watching want to be um and still being human um thank you guys anyone we're still kicking off in rest week you can continue to ask questions there um i think i'm going to share this as a podcast episode as well because it was so good so actually want to give you guys the opportunity to um so if you want to find out more about the 15 hour work week go to vickylouise.com forward slash 15 i want you guys to also share how people can find you um so go go ahead so I just point people straight to my Instagram. It's Jackie G Murphy. Send me a message. It's me. I don't have a team. Hey, true that. Just saying. Same. Connect I mean, with me there. Yeah. Who here has like a big team? Anyone? No. Okay. Perfect. Glad you answered that one as well. Good reminder. Okay. Next. Where can people find you? I'm MelanieChilders.com. And on Instagram at Melanie Childers Coaching. I uh, also don't have a big team. I have a VA and I have some social media folks who help me piece some things together. 
And, but yeah, they don't respond to things. So if you reach out to me, you're really talking to me, feel free to reach out and ask me anything, but yeah. definitely join the 15 hour work week mastermind. Just do it. Just do it. Like Nike. <laughs> okay. Donnie. I don't have a big team either. Uh, you'll get me. So yeah, just go to my website, dannypolman.com and it's P-O-E-L-M-A-N. Perfect. I'm going to put all those links in the show notes of the podcast. Thank you all again for showing up, whether you're watching live or the replay or the podcast or whatever it is. Thank you to our amazing experts. Bye guys. Thanks, Vicky. Thank you all. Bye.